Hey guys, welcome to this week's Money and Investing show and we are in for some controversy. This is a great one. What to do once you've graduated? What's your action plan look like? What four steps would you take right now if you're someone who wants to be successful? There are going to be some things that come out in here that may offend some and it's going to inspire others. Our role here is very simple. It's to help you win the game of Money and Investing. I know you're going to enjoy the show. See you in Hey guys, welcome to this week's Money and Investing show with me, your host, Andrew Baxter, and as always, my offsider, Mr. Mitchell Laurential. Thank you, Mr. B, and your offsider is super fired up right now. We've been having a conversation all morning. It's gonna be a very confronting broadcast. I might let you kick this one off, I'm a little nervous. Well, it is, it's hot off the press, and it certainly is gonna be one that uh, that is confronting, and you're either gonna like or loathe me by the end of this, and I can live with either of those outcomes. And I don't say that from a position of arrogance or, or lack of care. I say it because I really want this message to get through. And the conversation I guess we had this morning is when people graduate, um, you know, I guess the world can know you are living and you think it's a gilded uh, living, <laughs> I don't know, but what to do on graduation, how to get yourself up in the money and investing space, I suppose, once you graduate. Um, well, it's a lot simpler than what people think. I mean, there's so much Fagazi, Fagazi going on right now with the Instagram and pictures and what your lifestyle is. But I know you and I broke it down into sort of four key advice areas mm. Uh, in order to set yourself up once you've graduated. So let's kick it off, shall we, with number one. Okay, well, let's let's preface that with one get out of jail card for people. And sure. The simple frame is this, do you want to be successful? And that's really important to understand because look, success is not for everybody. You know, if that's not your goal, that's okay. Sure. It's, it's, it's not a problem, but if you do want to be success and people have these aspirations, uh, yeah, I want this and I want that and all the little chitchkas and trinkets that go alongside it, that's great that you want that. The big question is, are you prepared to pay the price of admission? Because there is a price of admission. And if you're prepared to pay it, the struggle is guaranteed, the success isn't. But if you don't pay that price of admission, I guarantee, unless you're one in a billion, it's not gonna land in your lap. I love that quote. And just thinking about it right from the, you know, from the forefront, why are you going to uni if you don't wanna be successful? It's probably cost you 50 grand, parents have probably kept you uh, and made sure that you're healthy and you know, you've got food along the way. Why are you going to uni if you don't want to be successful? So let's start it off there, shall we? Well, it's interesting, uni for some people is just like that gap where they're working out their purpose in life. You know, oh, it's dope, I'm going to uni, it's really cool. <laughs> yeah, and there might be that spacer between school and the real world um, for people. So it does play a role in that in terms of delaying the start of the real world, so to speak. And I know people are already going to go, oh, what do you mean uni's the real world? No, oh, I don't know, we've both done it. Um, I don't necessarily know that it is, and we'll explore what that is as we go on through. Um, but yeah, for some people it is a, a stopgap, and for others it's a very, very important springboard into what their intention is post you. Yeah, and I guess it comes down to what subjects you've read. Yeah, if you're looking to go into law, for example, you've probably read a law degree and your career path is mapped out. If you're going to be a doctor, you've probably done medicine and your career path is mapped out. But for, for many people, um, they've done a broader base degree sure. to have a piece of paper, and trust me, it's a valuable piece of paper. I don't know how many applications we get a week here, I don't get to see them. A lot. Um, but you know, it's, it's, it's a thing that opens the door uh, to get that conversation running. So don't get me wrong, it is a very, very valuable piece of paper. And if it's in a broad-based social science or whatever it might be, it doesn't matter. It's shown that you've got application, you can pass, you're reasonably smart in theory. Absolutely, and it's a key to opportunity because let's face it, I mean, you and I wouldn't be working together if I hadn't have been at uni when we met, you know, mm -hmm. somewhat two or three years ago. Mm -hmm. So it's the real, it should be the springboard of the start of your journey because yes, it may be a fun time where you can drink a few beers and have parties and whatnot, but ultimately knuckling down, getting the best grades you can so that you can get a good job, start earning what you want to be earning, 
is the king. So I had a great time at uni, make no mistake about it. And we it all be a good time. And, and, and it's a huge period where you're growing from being in school to being out of the family home, in most cases, and, and you're discovering yourself. Uh, and look, I had a great time, and I won't, I won't say bore <laughs> you, excite you, titillate you with some of the stories and adventures I got on. But also worked out, I got a Bachelor of Science with Honours, and walked out the door, I was 20 when I got my degree, and, uh, and cracked straight into the workforce. And I know you've gone down a similar pathway, so you graduated... Finance. Finance. First in my class. First in your class, and modest as well, and, uh, <laughs> and, and with Honours. And you know, that's the springboard that's going to get you in the door, that's why you're here, because you've shown your demonstrable ability uh, to knuckle down and get on with it. And that's something that's now leapfrog forward you know, considerably sure. uh, in, in terms of what we do. So what areas are we going to break this down into? I mean, there's three or four key things. So what have you got for me? Number one, you've just finished uni, start learning. That was the main piece of advice you gave me. Mm. And it's so applicable, it's so true. Isn't it interesting? You know, you've got that day, and I remember seeing my parents as the first person in my family to go to uni. And I think I'm still the only one that made it there. Um, that day you got the mortarboard on and you got the scroll wrapped under the arms of the family photos. You look at the pleasure and joy that are on your parents' face and you think, yeah, I've got this, man, you know, and it's great. And you sure. feel good, you've worked hard, you deserve it. But that's actually where the journey of learning starts. It doesn't finish. And I think so often I agree. You know, people come out, they've got letters after the name, I'm the coolest kid in town, I know all this stuff. The reality is you know nothing about the real world and that is the reality of it. You have to start learning. And if you compare your journey here, so you did finance degree, so very much related to the trading space that you're working on. Sure. How's the learning experience been for you, theory versus what goes on in the real world? It, they are so different. And I think I learned more here in the first month that I started versus what I learned, you know, from the theoretical point of view. It's great to be able to derive Black and Scholes by hand on a piece of paper, but knowing how to read a trading screen and actually make money, for example, in this game was so, so crucial to my development. And I just think there's such a distinction between what you do at uni on paper and the lecture slides versus actually doing it in real life. Mm. And you love it. I just, I loved it. <laughs> we hide well, didn't we? <laughs> very important asset to our team, sincerely, and it's because you bring that energy and openness. No, but we don't get paid for what we know, we get paid for what we do, and you're quite right. Being able to articulate and transform um, that theoretical knowledge from uni into real world, and I keep saying real world because there is a massive difference. Uni is a bubble. I did an economics and finance degree. I cut my chops working in the city of London as a trader, and it's day and night from what you learn. Sure. sure, that stuff is important, and it is the background, but it's only the background. It's what's actually going on real time, certainly in our industry. Absolutely. Uh, which is what it's all about. So start learning is the advice I'd give someone on day one when they finish uni. And that might seem like an oxymoron. If you're not sure what an oxymoron is, you should look it up. Look it up. You'd always even go to uni if you know what it is. Right? So an oxymoron, uh, it, it would seem I've already done my learning, now it starts. And, and, and I, I think back to important people in my life, and like my good mate and mentor, Robert Kiyosaki, he's always maintained, you never go to work to earn, you go to work to learn. And it's so, so true. Wow. Mm. That's a really good segue into the next point that I've got here. So start learning number one when you finish uni, you're back at ground zero. Most importantly though, start earning. Absolutely. Start getting some money through the door. It's, yeah, the whole notion of I've finished uni, um, yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and sort of think about what I wanna do. I don't want the pressure of having to earn. The reality is get a job. I can't say it any clearer than that. Get a job for a couple of reasons. One, get the money coming in. Even if the job becomes your side hustle because you've got plans to do your own little gig on the side, get earning by getting a job. Learn while you're going through that job as well. Do you know something? Take a job you hate 
Uh, why? Because it's going to give you some really good motivation to get away from that <laughs> and build your side hustle up to something you actually do want it to be. Sure. And a lot of people, oh, I've got to conform and I don't want to do that. Someone telling me what to do. Well, grow up and get in the real world because following rules and being told what to do is what part of life is all about. Confronting as it is, it's true. And if you don't like what I'm saying, how do you feel about driving around on the road, right? If there were no rules, if it was Montessori day where people can do whatever they like on the road, drive on whatever side, as fast or as slow as they want, under the influence or not, wear a blindfold, wear a tutu from a ballet school if you want. Anarchy. What will we have? Anarchy. Exactly right. Do yourself folks. Stay away from my Lambo if you can drive around like that. The reality is that is what happens. You need to have structure and process and learn discipline. And again, you know, it's no different to training at the gym. You, know, you and I train there, me not as much as you obviously, and I need to do more. <laughs> Those calluses on our hands from lifting weights are great. But you've got to have a callus in your brain, that muscle memory of structure and process. If you want to be successful with anything, that self-discipline of being in on time, of being dressed appropriately, of, of, of following what the guidelines are and the compliance regime that you're in, or the instructions that you're given, and the devil is in the detail. And I've done this deliberately so many times with new people, is you give them a mandate or something, and what you're actually looking for is can they pick up the detail you're looking for? And there's the, the famous story about the band um, that used to request M&Ms backstage, but make sure there's no yellow M&Ms in the, in the bowl of M&M's up backstage. And wow. Know, well, how ego-driven is that? And the reason they used to do it is very simply they wanted to see if the promotional team they're working for had attention to detail and followed the mandate. It wasn't power trip, it was just to see, did you read the mandate and follow through? Did you get it right? Could you get it right? Exactly right. And I've had bosses that have done that to me in the past. I've done it as a boss to people as well. You've done so, it to me. <laughs> yeah, we've done it a few times. And you know, the devil is in the detail. You know, And one of the things that I love to do in, in the application letter uh, say, tell us about your favorite music album. And most people miss it, and yet it's something you've requested, and it just shows they've done a copy and paste, they've got no attention to detail. Sure. And if that's the effort they put into getting a job, it ain't gonna get any better when they're here. Yep. They don't even make the cut. Yep. I don't even see those resumes. Wow. Yeah, and it's a small thing, but it's a process that we've built to ensure that we get the right people here, because when we're managing people's money, the devil's in the detail. Oh, sorry, I missed that. Well, that's no good if it's your super that's just gone down the Google, so it's important. So earn. Get out and get a job. You might not want to do it, tough luck. Get out and get a job because the money that you're bringing in from that, A, may pay down debt if you've got it, B, is gonna give you funding uh, to start investing, which I'm sure we'll get onto in a moment. Sure. And C, if you don't like what you do, it's gonna give you more motivation to really focus on your side hustle. You know, and you see these guys that have just been down, you know, got a farm down in Byron, as you know, and have just been down there, and seeing all these guys, they're really cool, and they're just hanging out at the cafe, Hat backwards, nice and beard. Drinking the, you know, the virtual soy coconut, almost latte. And, and you know, they're just really cool focusing on their Instagram business. You're not going to make a cracker out of it. You know, you're not going to be in the 1% that get there. You get something that's solid, that's going to pay you monthly, weekly cash, so you can get a loan against it, so you can start buying assets and start investing. Yeah, I'd love to look at it and go, okay. There'll be people that are offended from that comment, and that's okay if you're a snowflake and you don't want want to listen to what I'm saying, that's okay. I'm a self-made multimillionaire. I've done all this stuff. I'm not just talking about it. We've helped other people do the same thing. Sure. Yeah, success is about paying the price of admission and sometimes you got to hear what you don't want to hear to get the job done. We said it would be confronting and we followed through with it. So that's the main thing. Number three, let's go to this one. This, I know this one's going to be- We've got more. We've got number three. All people four. listening to this, they're copying I know, me, but I know. Yeah, it's good advice. I wish I got this one. I graduated. There's no such thing as podcast back in the dark days of the 1920s. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I wish you'd know, get this kind of advice and I've discovered it later in life, but you know, you kind of just got to get it. You know, you just got to get it. Just get it and do it. Yeah. Get it and 
do it. There's no wasting time. And that's number three. Don't take a year off. <laughs> I know you hate this one. Mm. Taking a year off is an interesting one. I, look, I've worked hard at uni. I need a year to go discover myself and find myself. So what have you been fabricating in your life for the last couple of years while you're at uni? You know, get real. You've been a real person while you're there. You've just been studying in the bubble. And being outside of uni and having a gap year, look, travel's great. I love travel. It's one of, I think it just is one of the most cathartic, mind-expanding things that you can do. But there's a time and a place for all of that stuff. And my view is really simple. If you build momentum out of uni, that flywheel is starting to turn. And look, what I mean by flywheel, anyone, everyone's heard of Amazon. Jeff Bezos, the sure. founder of Amazon. Amazon. Get an opportunity, read the Bezos letters. Brilliant book. I think um, Steve Anderson is the author of it. Brilliant, brilliant book. And what Bezos talks about is the flywheel. When you've got that momentum and the flywheel's turning, you just keep that thing moving further and further. And that's how they've been able to build the empire that our 600 and stuff it's crazy so when you've got momentum keep it going if you build up a habit of going to the gym every day or or, or maybe not swearing or or giving away coffee saving or saving once you've got that habit it becomes a self-fulfilling thing don't do anything to disrupt it so you finish uni you're in that sort of ethic of of studying and learning and and, and being hungry Uh, flopping around the world you know being a glassy nothing wrong with that Um, or or bumping tables in a restaurant or or bumming around or doing doing your charity whatever it might be is great but it's such an opposite of what you're going to need to get back into when you come back which is to start work well if that's not where you see yourself if you see yourself as a successful person in finance or business whatever it may be Traveling the world and bumping tables is not going to help you get there. You've got life experience though. You know how to pick up four or five plates in a row and not drop glasses. It's life experience, right? I just think you can get that from doing the job that you should be doing. You know, I take myself person, this not to, you know, boost my own bubble or whatever the saying is, but you know, my last exam when I was at uni was on a Saturday. I wrote the exam, I think I finished at two or three o'clock in the afternoon. Monday morning, I was in the office here at 7.30, ready to go full time. Absolutely. There's one day interim and I love it because there's no wasted time. You just go bang, bang, bang. I think you, you're also fortunate, I'm not gonna say lucky because you, you're certainly not lucky, you've worked hard to earn the opportunity that you've got, but you enjoy what you do. So this isn't suddenly tying yourself into a salt mine of selling yourself for money and something no. you don't wanna do, you're actually following what you wanna do, but just by design, it hasn't happened by accident. You've actually made it work that way. So you know, kudos to you for that. Thank you. And that hunger of, right, got the paperwork in uni, other way, let's get started in the real world. Yeah. Is, is what it takes. That's why you'll be retired by the time you're 30. That's how you <laughs> This is out of interest. What was your experience? So when you graduated, you, what was your next steps after that? How quick was it? I graduated in a massive recession, um, and, um, and there weren't many jobs around when I graduated in the UK. That was in 1992, and uh, I, I was I was applying for hundreds of jobs. To give you an idea, Shell. I think they were hiring about nine graduates a year. I graduated, they normally hire about 300 or something a year. Tough so times. Tough. So my backup plan was actually going to join the Royal Marines. I had my paperwork all ready to go. Wow. Do my officers commission and join the Royal Marines. My cousin's in the Marines. We've got a couple of clients, Danny Veal, uh, that have served as well. And, and it's a regiment that means a lot to me and my family. And uh, I was ready to go there. And as fortune would have it, um, I ended up um, getting picked up for a job uh, in financial markets off the bat. So I graduated when I was 20. And, um, and I started work straight well, pretty when much. When you were twenty, yeah, within, within about a month of graduating, I actually started work. Yeah, and, and it helped you propel your career forwards. Look, I got my head down. Um, you know, I look at my twenties. Um, you know, I bought my first property, and then I bought other properties as well. So, properties in London. You know, I had a job. I'm not going to say I had a good paying job because I certainly didn't start there, but I worked very hard and capitalised on the opportunity that I had. Sure. And yeah, I made some great money and had a lot of property and um, and life is good because you got the journey started. Don't get me wrong, it wasn't all work and no play. Makes you a dull boy. I had a lot of fun along the way. As you do. You've got to have that counterbalance in there. 
but through my 20s, certainly it was about work. And like when I was 29, I moved to Australia, I hung the, hung the gloves up and, and had my first crack at retirement, thrown from home. Uh, and that was when I was 29. Um, through my 30s, I didn't retire for it, I'm bored with fat. Uh, you know, and, and if you're listening to this and you're cynical and you go, well, I wouldn't get bored or fat, good, go and get yourself retired. See go and try it, yeah. Give it a go first, but you've got to be successful first if you're going to do that, unless you want to retire on 20 cents a week, which is not really retirement, it's called poverty. Um, the, 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 the next level um, for me in my 30s, man, I hit it hard in my 30s. I was a bachelor. Loving it. Decadent debauchery. Very much so. Um, you deserved it. Don't you work hard, though. Don't get me wrong. I work really hard. I built a big business. Uh, and as a business owner, I managed to build myself out of that business. Sure. Um, leveraging off the skills I'd acquired in my 20s. Remember, learn after you finish uni. Um, and the skills I acquired there enabled me to set up a you know, pretty substantial business. And, and, and I'm still working that business this day. And I love it. It's like you are coming. I can't wait to get in in the morning and, and, and crack on with what we're doing. Um, but that's leveraging off the work I did in my 20s. So my 30s were my, my year of... Well, my decade, should I say, of partying, I partied pretty hard, had a lot of fun, um, and, and, but continued growing and continued to learn. You never learn everything. There's always more to learn. The mentors, the people you hang around with change. Uh, the skills you pick up certainly change. Uh, and, and by the end of my 30s, most certainly I was, I was ready to settle down. I had a great hedonistic decade of my life. And the next chapter for me was to, um, to, to get married and have kids, which I did when I was 40. But you, you were able to do that because you worked hard early. I mean, you can't have all the fun and spend all your money in your 20s because once you no. dig that hole, there's no going out. You had something to fall back on. That's right. If you, if you, if you, if you spend the early part partying, that hole does get quite big quite quickly because you don't have yeah. savings or investments. Everything is going to be off your income. Whereas I had you know, considerable investments and, and a business throwing out great cash flow. So you know, going to the Playboy Mansion and having a party on the weekend and coming back or hanging in Vegas or you know, having two, three weeks skiing in Deer Valley because you're going to skiing or, or hanging out in Positano or renting a villa in Capri for a month. All that sort of stuff is great fun. <laughs> but it wasn't at the expense of cash flow. That was still happening sure. along the way because the work was done early. You know, if you haven't done the work early, you're doing that on credit. You might go to Positano or Capri, but you're staying in a youth hostel and you're watching the bill to go, okay, let's get the, the pasta and uh, because that's the 30 euro option as opposed to the 90 euro option that you might want over at the sure. beach club there at Fontanelle. There you go. Know? So get the work done definitely and, and party, have fun along the way. You know, you get up some color, but get your priorities right. Do you want success? And success means a lot of different things to different people. I love it. Go away, have a holiday. Business pays, skills, investments pay. You're not looking at your credit card bill or loathing it when it comes home. It's just handled and you get away and have a great time. But that's because you've done the work, not because you're lucky. There you go. Well, hopefully this COVID stuff obviously wears off and we can both go skiing somewhere. Yeah, definitely. Up for it any time you know that. <laughs> okay. The last and the final one. I think this is, I mean, this should be really apparent through our other broadcast. Anyway, number four, you graduated uni, start investing, start planning for retirement. both. Mm. What are your thoughts? Get started straight away. And the, the worst thing, I've just finished uni. And you're already talking about retirement. You know, there's some old duffer here that's talking about a few war stories from when he was working in the 90s. What would he know? Well, yeah, maybe I don't know anything. The reality is start planning for your exit strategy day one. Like one of the guys I spent a lot of time working with over the years is Mark Boris. You know, Mark Boris from The Apprentice. Sure. Road. And Mark's a really interesting guy. I didn't think I was going to like him. I was very unfair to prejudge him. Um, yeah, he's a very different person to, 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 to what you think. And Mark's whole philosophy with everything, particularly in business, but life, is to work on the exit strategy before you start. The difference is he gets started. It's not, oh, when I get started, <laughs> he just gets started, but the view is, how do I take this down to exit? Whether it's listing a company, selling out, whatever it might be, okay. focus on the exit. So the end is in mind, it's that horizon mindset that we talk yeah, about. Which is part of the reason why he's been so successful, and as I say, he's, he's 
very different to what I expected. Sure. Uh, and I'm almost embarrassed to say that I prejudged him. Uh, you know, You're a better man for being honest. Mm. Now, in regard to that, think about 20 straight out of uni, retirement seems like years away. And guess what? It will be if you don't get started. Whereas if we talk about getting started day one on the B of the bang, like I said, my goal for you, I don't know what your goal is for you, but my goal for you is to help get you in a position by the time you're 30 to be out of the game, if you want to be. That's You'll it. probably carry on because you've got a great work ethic, but you've got choices rather like me. I could be out of the game, but it's a choice to stay in it because sure. I enjoy it. Now, that doesn't happen by accident, so get working, get your asset base building up, not just in terms of super and retirement planning, but also that extra income to get your first investment property, to buy your first shares. Um, because they're the things that are going to enable you to party hard and enjoy all the colour that comes along with life without worrying about the credit card bill that is just based on your earnings sure. because you've taken the time to build the assets. And those assets are rather like the flywheel that Bezos talks about. When those assets are turning around and all you're doing is adding more in, the flywheel just turns more and more sure. and spits off more cash flow. It's exponential and only goes up from there. And people think forget how actually easy it is to start. It's more of a mental thing than a financial thing. I mean, it's not that hard to save up five grand over six months and plonk it into an ETF. Well, you would think it would be. I mean, you just throw that up, save up five grand, plonk it into an ETF. And some people, if only, you know, I don't have five grand in my name, I've got 500. Well, make your goal today to make it 501 tomorrow. Sure. Yeah, because the sooner you start, even if it's small, that momentum, that habit of saving, and we talked about this, I think probably one of the first podcasts we did on we did. the setting. Um, you know, that habit of just getting started, take the obstacles away. It's hard. Okay, everything's hard. Just do it. Yeah, just everything's hard. So just start. Don't think it. Don't overthink it. Just say, okay, if you've got 500 bucks to your name today, see if you can make it 501 tomorrow and 502 the day after. And then start to get greedy. Make it 505 the day after that and 510 <laughs> after that and get that wheel turning around. Sure. Put into play budgeting because you don't have money. It's either because you don't have income, in which case start earning, or you spend more than you earn. In which case you need to start budgeting and pulling it back you know it's nice to have nice things we all love that sort of stuff but at the end of the day they don't add up to a hill of beans you know because you know if you if you lose your job and you're under financial duress was that watch or holiday or flash pair of shoes all you thought it was going to be you know and i know this sounds like so boring it's not boring it's a game it's just a mental game that you're playing against yourself you know and so wherever you're starting whether it be grand zero let's say you're starting at minus 500 you don't understand, I'm in debt, I've got hex debt, great. That's why you need to get a job yep. and get that paid get it off. Get paid off. Because as long as you've got a millstone of debt hanging over your head, you don't have direction or control of your life because somebody else can pull the rug on you anytime when they call that debt in. You've got to get it cleared off. Yeah. Oh, do I have to? Yes, it's your obligation. You are happy taking the money to pay for yourself to go through your studies. Now it's time to pay it back. You have to do it. And there's a really, really famous quote that I think particularly pertains to this situation is, Yesterday you said tomorrow. Mm. Get it done. Just get in there. Start saving. Start earning. Start carving your future in the way that you see it. Mm. Look, AB, we are coming to the end of the broadcast now. Time is running out. I, I mean, know four points. We're going to the points. We could go on forever. Um, but look, I mean, if anyone wants any more advice, of course they can book in a time to chat to you know either one of us mm. or our team, of course. But are there any final words to those people who just graduated uni? For those four points and beyond. What do you say? Look, just let us in. Um, you know, I think this whole notion of learning is very, very important. And some of the things I might have said might be clumsily phrased. And if it's offended you, I'm really sorry, Snowflake. Um, because if that's the worst you're going to hear in your life, you're up to you get a no really, idea. really shock when things really start to cut up out there. And I don't say that to be condescending. You just got to call it as it is. Uh, the reality is the process for winning the game of life, and it is a game, you've got to know what the rules are. You can't win any kind of game without knowing the rules. And money and success 
if that's what you're after, let's finish with what we started with. Sure. If that's what you want, there is a price of admission. And we've just talked about four of the points that are the price of admission. If you don't want success, that's okay too. And again, not everyone is destined for the same thing in life. People all have different goals and aspirations. Maybe, you know, I just want to be happy. Okay, that's cool. It's okay. But when you've got nowhere to live and you've got no food and you don't have any clothes and you're driving around in a bomb. It's pretty stressful. That might make you happy. And if it does, you've got a really easy, simple life. Good on you. I hope that works for you. But if you're one of those people that wants more and you dream of having more and you spend your time on social media scrolling through to see this cool life that everybody else has, most of it's fake, but you know, you're scrolling through and looking at all that sort of stuff and that's what you want, step up and grab it because life will go really quickly. You know, we talk about that decade of 20 to 30 or 20 to 29 for me. That decade went past in a heartbeat. You know, I look back now and, and yeah, I spent a lot of time working hard and I spent a lot of time having fun too, don't get me wrong. But that went in a heartbeat. You know, it's, it's a couple of thousand days. It's not even that, is it? What it turns? Yeah, so a couple of thousand days at work, right? Buckle down for 2,000 days, sit yourself up for the rest of your life. And if you're dreaming about this, but you're not prepared to pay the price for the mission, well, it'll just be a dream. Now, there's a huge difference between goals and dreams. Goals are just dreams with deadlines. And the deadline that we're setting in this is start now, whether it's to start working so you can earn and learn, make sure, don't work for money, work, don't work to earn, work to learn. Number two, just get started straight away. Number three, don't disrupt your momentum, don't take a gap year, tempting as it is, and these days with the travel restrictions, pretty hard anyway, you can sure. also, you know, get a, you know, wogle, Sunshine coast. get a Wagga Wagga or the back of Burke or something like that, there's your gap year. You know, don't do that, take this opportunity, even though times are tough, and well, there's no jobs, make a job for yourself, manufacture it, make it so compelling, someone has to hire you. Give me a piece of advice on it, or anyone listening, piece of advice on it. Now, I got given this from somebody, uh, and, it, and it's very true, and it works. I'll come and work for you for three weeks for free. I don't care what you give me to do, let me come in and show you what I can do. Please give me this opportunity. Whatever you want me to do, three weeks, I'll come in for free. Make it a month, I'll throw in another week as well. And, and, and it becomes extremely difficult as an employer when somebody's come through the door and they've done stuff and you go, well, this person's committed, they've read the small print, they haven't fallen to the tricks, they've got attention to detail. You are significantly more likely to hire that person because they're also part of the family than you are from someone that's outside of it. And my first job was exactly that. I got a job with a temping agency uh, while I was waiting for my start in financial markets. And the company that I was working for had a recruitment ban. They were not recruiting anybody from outside, only internally. And because I was in the tempering for an agency, um, I used to see the job sheet that's coming out there, just printed this before email. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and it would come through and say, these are all the vacancies in, I apply for the jobs. And, and, and HR said, oh, we can't hire you. And I said, well, why? So we don't work here. I'm standing in the building doing this job here, uh, you know, past the security yeah, screen. Knocking on the door, hire me. I'm already here. And I argued and argued and argued that I was already in there, and they should, and they did. And that's how I got my start. And that's how I got my start in a massive recession that was a really tough place to go. And that's just that bloody minded determination that I do want to be successful and I am prepared to pay the price of admission and I'll do whatever it takes. So, you know, just hustle, 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 hustle get in somewhere, go and work for free somewhere for a while. They will hire you because they've shown the color of your character. Sure. You know, you've proven yourself. You're not a resume, you're a real person. You know, don't take a gap here. The um, last one on there uh, was start planning for retirement. As soon as you get the start, make it happen. Sure. Okay? And being able to retire when you choose to rather than when you have to. That's incredibly motivating, AB. Thank you very much. And the message, you have to be in it to win it. Thank you very much for your time. I'm sure there's a lot of good content out there. We're <laughs> fired up. I'm ready to rock. I'm going to go out there and start trading these markets right now. Sounds like a plan. Thanks very much, Mitch.
Well, there you go, guys. Give us a rating on that. May have been a tough one to listen to, but nonetheless, heartfelt advice that I know if you follow will set you up to be free for life. Give us a rating and a review. Look forward to seeing you next week's show.